This is the Daily Planet Special News Bulletin. Lois and Clark is our jam. We're talking about Terry Dean and Superman. We'll cover it all, at least we'll do what we can. And now, it's time for the show. Welcome back to Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Truex, and I could not be more excited uh, for today's episode. We're finally doing it, everybody. We wanted to cover Tempest Fugitive one more time before we, we close the book on the show here. Uh, so we've got an incredible cast of people assembled to uh, read selections of the script and uh, give their thoughts on the episode. So without further ado, let's introduce the cast. As Miss Lois Lane in her first or maybe second guest appearance on this podcast, co-host of Always Hold On to Superman and Lois, please welcome new kid on the block, Sarah Tucker. Ooh, yay. As Clark Kent slash Frank James, by the way, he is five for fighting in podcast appearances here, host of almost everything with the word always in it. Give it up for Mr. Zach Moore. As uh, Superman slash Jesse James slash Man and Alley, very busy today, co-host of Always Hold On to Arrow, making his third appearance on this show. A man who has never failed his pod. Yes, he's Siskel. Yes, he's Ever. <laughs> Give two thumbs up to Mr. Lance Laster. As Martha Kent slash Miss Martha, the OG folk and current host of weekly Lois and Clark watch-alongs, making her fifth appearance mm. in the podcast, going all the way back to the reign of Batman. Every time you're down, she can make it right. Please welcome the larger-than-life Lori Ann Collins. <laughs> everyone's getting tired. Um, <laughs> as, as Jonathan Kent slash, I said Sheriff Kent. I think it's Marshall Kent. Whatever. The old-timey Kent. One of the two princes of the All-Star Superfan podcast and the lawman here in these parts. Joining us for his sixth time, Mr. Alan Burke. Howdy. With special guest stars as H.G. Wells the other host of the All-Star Superfan Podcast, resident folk conspiracy theorist, fourth time guest on this podcast, pretty fly for a white guy, Mr. Rob O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> the only one on the chat with any sort of costume. God bless you, sir. Yeah, wearing glasses. Is a plain clerk? Okay. All right, all right, all right. And as Tempest, the titular Tempest, slash Jimmy Olsen, by the way. I don't know if I told you that. You did not tell me that. There you go. <laughs> a woman who was reluctantly there from day one of this podcast. A season one editor, an actual professional in the field of casting and voiceover work. So come correct today, everybody. Making her fifth official appearance on this podcast, not counting an untold number of cameos in season one. Carolina, mm -hmm. pocket full of kryptonite basuto. Welcome. <laughs> hey. All wow. right. And uh, I will be playing narrator slash gun shop owner because I, I, I wanted to do a little something today. You know? <laughs> we are assembled here to do a little bit of good today. A, to have some fun. But since we're doing this, uh, let's try to make it worth it. So um, everybody, when this episode goes up, please find on our Facebook page that hopefully the link for the episode, if not another post, uh, will be a charitable link uh, where we're going to try to raise a little bit of money for the National Network of Abortion Funds, which need okay. it now more than ever. Uh, I'm sure, you know, We'll have listeners uh, donating, please. Uh, if you listen to this far ahead in the future and it's, it's you know, we are but a distant memory of the past, please look into it anyway. Uh, it doesn't have to be like, you know, through the show's campaign or whatever. But uh, if you're enjoying this, uh, try to give a little bit back to uh, people that that don't have a Superman right now and, and definitely need it. Um, with that said, let's jump back into the stupidness of this wonderful script. <laughs> um, okay, let, let's just go around the horn to everybody real quickly and get like where you're coming from. Uh, I, I think most people uh, uh, and most listeners will know by now who's the big, you know, Lois and Clark fans here and who are not. But um, let's just see when the last time or if ever you've either read or watched this show, starting with uh, Sarah. What, how about you? Oh, uh, we just watched the episode like maybe 10 minutes before uh, okay. turning have, on the have computer. You, like popped open the script at all yet? It's open on the screen now. <laughs> <laughs> when was when was the last time you'd watched an episode of Lois and Clark before this? Um, I'm probably a few years ago. I think Zach okay. was watching something. Um, that was like I a few weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, I came home and he was watching it. 
I think. And yeah. she watched but, some but of it and enjoyed it. feel like years with him. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used to watch it when I was younger. Like it came on right around early edition. So I'd end up watching both. Okay. Early edition. Um, uh, it, it, Zach, cool I know you've been watching and kind of keeping up with the podcast here, but we, before today, when was the last time you had seen this episode? Is this one that you'd, you'd rewatch ever or uh, is it uh, for you? When you guys covered it on the podcast, like Jesus. three years ago? years ago. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh understood how um lance how about you uh during those tnt reruns that they used to do been a minute it's been a minute okay cool uh lori is making a similar face how about you lori oh geez uh yesterday we have the watch parties yeah exactly Saturday, so you've so seen it actually i watched batman yesterday which batman. was episode oh my god I did on the podcast yeah that's what timing but uh this episode it's probably been a year okay probably been about a year fair fair enough um uh rob uh, where, where i come from this episode is revered as one of the greatest pieces of television of all time <laughs> watch it every single day no i saw this six months ago with my girlfriend who thought it was fine and who hates hg wells and tempest wow <laughs> so maybe not her episode yeah no. that's fine <laughs> alan uh, yeah, it's probably been about two years. It's it's probably one of the ones I go back to the oh. most. It's a toss-up as my favorite between this and maybe Green Green Glow of Home. It's always kind mm-hmm. of depending on the mood. But yeah, it's one of my it's one of my all-time favorites. Fair enough. And Carolina, what is your and experience? I've never made you watch this episode. You so. did not, no. And I have not seen it. Oh so, there it is. Ever. But you have read seen the it. script. Oh wow. I read my parts and I even told Matt, I was, <laughs> I told Matt, I was just like, I don't want any influence. I kind of want to create my own character. So well, you, you we're going nice to do it. You were nice enough to ask me, like, do you want me to do like an imitation of this guy? And I'm like, mm-hmm. I couldn't care less. Like do whatever okay. you want. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, with, with that said <clears throat> now, gang, why don't we, uh, why don't we jump into our episode here? So wait, um, I'm also playing Jimmy. You are also playing Jimmy. Yeah, everybody good on your parts? I wasn't just there. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that. Jimmy, oh my God, you're literally the first line, but, oh, but wow. then he decided. Yeah, exactly. You're fine. You're fine. I fine. nominate Rob to do the one off-screen can dialogue from Lane Smith at the very end. <laughs> <laughs> and without further ado, let's jump into episode 218 of uh, Lois and Clark, Tempest Fugitive, written by Jack Weinstein. We- Weinstein? Weinstein? And, and Lee Hudson, directed eventually by James Bagdanas. Page one, teaser, fade in, interior, Daily Planet, day. As Lois exits the elevator, Jimmy falls in stride next to her, holding a wrapped gift. You're cutting it close. Eight minutes, what I get him? Check suspenders. Did you remember the card? She stops, stricken. Sorry, I'm supposed to be serious here. Oh no. <laughs> 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 Who's your buddy? Who's your pal? She gives his cheek a pinch and takes the card. They head into the bullpen. It's festooned with ribbons, balloons, a banner reading, Happy Birthday, Chief. Clark appears. Good morning, Lois. You're late. Morning, Clark. What'd you get him? Check suspenders. Did you give him that last year? Well, he liked them, didn't he? I love I love Kermit the Frog and Wednesday Adams <laughs> as Lois and Clark. <laughs> <laughs> this is great start, uh, at that moment, an odd-looking fellow, H.G. Wells, steps off the elevator. He looks like a dapper, bespeckled, turn-of-the-century Englishman. He spots Lois and Clark and heads straight for them. I'm Herbert George Wells. And I've, I've run into a spot of trouble. You see, I've, I've been traveling with a companion in my time machine. And we've just come back from the 80s where I purchased this shit. Well, then we came from the future before <laughs> that. I've left him in the park, actually. But if this is a gag, you're dead. We stopped here because... Uh... Sir, uh, we're a little busy. So let's wrap this up. Uh, time travel is impossible. H.G. E. Wells wrote fiction and he died in 1946. I know you're Superman, and I need your help. With with a John Shea Superman, too. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Clark stares at him, stunned. What? What did he say? I, I said, if I could just have a moment of Mr. Kent's time, all his doubts will be quelled. Perhaps by meeting my companion from the future. Exterior street day, dressed in a sleek, futuristic clothes or, or whatever the budget could afford for the day. Uh, Tempest wanders through the bustle of Metropolis, filled with childlike wonder at his surroundings. He stops seeing a poster for a movie called The Penetrator. It's a photo of the hero, Yikes. muscular, in shades. No point leaving huge... things half cocked. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a photo of a hero, muscular, in shades, holding a, uh, holding a huge pistol, belts of ammo, crisscrossing his chest, two buxom babes clutching him. Tempest oh seems God. startled by this graphic violence and sexuality. He moves on past the mouth of an alley. In the alley, he hears, No, no, help! Tempest looks. A man is having his wallet taken at gunpoint by a mugger. The mugger sees Tempest. Tempest moves into the alley curious. The mugger shoves past him and takes off. The man gets to his feet, shaken. <clears throat> Sorry, Blake just coughed in the middle of that. Um, <laughs> what just happened here is called a mugging. No kidding. He got everything but my watch. Not a very successful mugging. Let's see if I can do better. Tempest shoves the man into the wall, pins his throat with one hand, and rips the watch off with the other. Excellent. I just mug you. Baby, can you please? <laughs> Tone it down, please. Hi. Are you out of your mind? No, my century. He throws the man across the alley, sending him crashing into trash cans. <laughs> And I love it. With an evil laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he puts on the watch and goes bounding into 1995. Fade out, end of teaser. All right, gang. Everybody feel Hi. good? Do we need a motivation, anybody? Are we good? We need <laughs> all of the motivation. Way. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Sneaky person cat, any notes? I'm impressed that Rob bothered to do dialect work. <laughs> <laughs> he has been the most excited about this than anybody. Yeah. Um, all right, Act it. One, fade in, exterior street, day, as Lois, Clark, and Wells walk along the sidewalk. And why did this Tempest come back with you from the future? Well, it's quite simple, really. He volunteered, you would you believe. You see, I have a sort of club of fellow inventors back in England, and I've, I've never been quite able to convince them that my time machine was functional, so I wanted to bring Tempest back as proof. I think we should cut our losses. Good idea. Why don't you go back to the office? <laughs> he makes a move to follow Wells. She stops him. You don't actually believe this guy. No, I'm just uh, what? curious. So am I. How do you get your interest all of a sudden? What did he say? Miss Lane, something you might find interesting. Utopia was founded by Superman's descendants. Descendants? So he got married? Yes. And they based their whole society on the values and the principles he lived by. So who did he marry? Now, that might be giving a bit too much away. Pause. Super nerds. Thoughts on Utopia started by Superman and Lois's love. Love, awesome. hate. Awesome. Absolutely love it. It should be in every version of Superman. Okay. Perfect for this show. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a hate. <laughs> <laughs> that's a don't want to see it again. Okay, fair enough. Uh, he leads them into Exterior Park Day. And in the grove, in the grove, the park is like three feet long. They immediately spot the time machine. It's state of the art, apparently, for the 19th century. Ah, there she is. Where's your man from the future? Yeah, no, he must have wanted to look around. I hope he didn't go far. There's a journal on the seat, which Wells picks up off the seat. You said seat way too many fucking times, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you my problem so you can perhaps get word to um, Superman. <laughs> he unrolls the journal. It's an intricate design of the time machine. To fully understand my predicament, you must first appreciate the intricacy of the Matrix Wave Rider capacitor. <laughs> <laughs> Interior gun shop day. <clears throat> You got your shotguns, you got your long guns, you got your semi-automatics. Semi-automatics? How do you load it? Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Tell me, those chains you're wearing, are they real gold? 24 karat. Magic in the air. <laughs> <laughs> May I? The owner passes the gun and clip to Tempest. The fucking idiot who literally <laughs> snaps them together. Give them to me. What? Give them to me. Exterior park day. Wells is going through the torturously detailed explanation of his own time machine. And as then you slip back into what we call the intertime chronopolis matrix continuum. <laughs> Clark's superhearing picks up the sound of Tempest's gunfire. Los, I'm uh, going to call Jimmy and tell him we're going to be a little longer. He always does that. Wells gives her an understanding smile. Don't worry, my It's dear. a creepy smile. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the two of us now <laughs> someday you will understand why 
Now, where was I? Ah, yes, to continue. Well, to use your 90s vernacular, it's heck on the rods. <laughs> That's vernacular that didn't make what? it to the... <laughs> I don't remember that in that. I, yeah, I've never okay. heard that. I was there. I'm I, I so never glad you all said that because we were <laughs> no. reading that like, what the Never heard that. Anyway, <laughs> I can see why they cut the line. Interior gun shop day. Superman enters and sees the damage wrought by Tempest, but no Tempest. The owner is just getting up off the floor, dusting himself off. Are you all right, sir? Fine, fine. Who did this? Guy about 6'3", brown hair, currently wearing some big guns and a selection of tasteful gold chains for men. Okay. Exterior park, day. Mr. Wells, what is it you're after exactly? Didn't I say fuel? What kind of fuel? Pure 24 karat gold. Are you fucking kidding me? Is that the best you can do? <laughs> what do you think we're going to do? Fork over some jewelry or maybe get Superman to dig a mine? Or no, wait, maybe I'm standing in front of the dumbest person on the planet and that's who you've been talking to. Or maybe I'm really H.G. Wells. He is. Tempest steps onto the scene, resplendent in his shades, weaponry, crisscrossing ammo belts, and gold chains. Tempest? Hello, Herb. What are you herb. doing with those herb weapons? Herb. Is it Herb, herb or Herb? Herb. 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 Wells. Herbert. Herb. Herbert. Herb. Herb. All right, let me, eBay. let me get a retake, retake. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Herb. Perfect. Amazing. Does anyone remember that episode of the Rugrats where Stu and Dee Dee are having this huge argument about whether you say Herb or Herb? Yes. No, no, we're, no. We're, all, we're, we're like, we're all like 40 herb? years of age. Set me. <laughs> I, you you cook with herb. an herb. You time travel with a herb. <laughs> That's, That's how I remember. No. What are you shirt. doing with those horrible weapons? I'm taking a trip and you're driving. Get in. Mr. Rells, you better do what he says. Wells does, but he pointedly drops the plan before doing so. Don't I know you? Doubt it. I'm pro-gun control. Wait. Lois Lane? Yes, I've seen the holograms. Well, this is a special pleasure. I'm Tempest. I come from the feature that you and Superman created. Me and Superman? A world of peace, a world without greed or crime, a world so boring you'd blow your brains out, but there are no guns. You want to know the future, Miss Lane? No one works, no one argues. There are 9,000 channels and nothing on. Well, I'm going to do something about that. Holding the gun on her, he gets into the time machine next to Wells. Herb, set the time machine for Smallville, 1966. There's no fuel. Tempest pulls his chains off and hands them to Wells. Wells reluctantly takes the chains, opens the compartment, and slips them inside. Adjusts dials and levers. <laughs> it looks so dumb in the show as... <laughs> Miss Lane, you seem like an attractive and interesting woman. I'm almost sorry I'll be ruining your life. What are you talking about? Well, I'm going to kill Superman, of course. <laughs> no one can kill Superman. Unless you could get a hold of him when he was a helpless little baby. Gee, if only I had a time machine. Ready, Herb? On the time machine panel, we see the place, Smallville, and the time, May 17th, 1966. Wells hits a lever and, back to the scene, the machine kicks on. Uh, we hear a humming, rippling of colors in the air around the machine. We'll totally pull this off in special effects. Don't even worry about it. Lois <laughs> looks on in awe, a sudden believer. In a world without Superman, there will be no utopia in the future. Just a lot of sex and violence. And me. So cheerful. On the time machine panel, Wells' hand moves up and hits a button, changing 1966 to 1866. As Superman flies in just in time to see the flashing colors and amazing visual effects, through the haze of light, Tempest sees Superman. They lock eyes. Then Tempest raises his hand and makes a gun with his thumb and forefinger. Fires, grins, and in a blast of light, is gone. Superman, I, I, I don't even know where to start. Uh, then she sees it on the ground. Wells is planned for the time machine. Time machine. She reaches down and picks them up. Wait, how fast can you build this? Mm. She hands him the design. He studies it. It could take a few hours. <laughs> Just the most asinine thing in the world. <laughs> is, is this a self-aware cut where they cut to him having already completed it? I mean, I it's so. very fun. It's also like he can assemble stuff, but it's like, there must be like real science, some chemicals involved in this. Something. <laughs> Dissolve to exterior park later. Lois watches as Superman puts the finishing super speed touches on a duplicate time machine, which is like super cool in nineties. So he stops and compares the journal to what he's made. Now, the only thing we need is gold. I don't think we can afford to buy all, all that we need at the current market prices. So I'll be right back. Hurry, please. He this is the dumbest take... thing to say to Superman. Hurry. 
<laughs> um, he nods and takes off. Insert map of the world, not in the show. Fucking oh. love this. Traveling by map, a dotted super line advances from the northeast United States, where is Metropolis, <laughs> to Alaska, then back again. Exterior Can we reuse that graphic from uh, season one? I know, right? <laughs> the pilot. I might as well. Exterior park. Where's he going to China? But they that? didn't. Yeah, uh, yeah, he did. He can I use think. part of it. Exterior <laughs> park day. Clark walks into the park. What the fuck is he doing here? Clark, that really was H.G. Wells. I know. And he really had a man from the future. I know. And Superman flew off. I know. He told me all about it. And he gave me this. He holds up a sack. It's filled with raw chunks of glistening gold. Well, where is he? Well, there's a um a volcano about to blow in China. And uh, he he wants us to, talk, to, to, to stop Tippus. Wait, us? <laughs> Uh, he says times of the essence. Doesn't make any sense because you have time machines. Anyway, they <laughs> climb in. Lois loads the gold as she saw Wells do as Clark slips the key into, there's a key apparently, close <laughs> on the panel and the place, Smallville, the date, May 17th, 1966. I don't get it. Why is everybody going to Smallville? That's your hometown. <laughs> mm. They're engulfed in uh, bands of color. There's a flash of light, blah, blah, blah. They're gone. Fade out. End of act one. Ooh, All right. God. Doing strong. Yay. I we made it like through. To, we're, we're doing it. We're doing it, guys. Uh, act two, fade in. Exterior, Smallville, 1866 day. A white church sits at the end of the dirt street, then moved to a livery stable. Through the slatted doors and windows, we hear the hum of the time machine, see the colored lights flash through the cracks, then silence. The livery door is thrown open by Tempest, who takes a good long look at the western town and its occupants and is not happy. Smallville, 1966, I don't think so. It's not my fault you used an inferior grade of gold. It obviously affected the time magna thrust facilitator. However, <laughs> we are in Smallville. But a hundred years early and out of fuel. Let's go. Where? To find out if they've got any gold in this here town. Thank you, Prospector <laughs> Pete. That was <laughs> Interior, Red Eye Saloon, day. A couple of cowboys sit at the bar, a barkeep, an old-timer noodling at the piano, and two young gunfighters sipping whiskey at a table with a clear view of the door and their backs to the wall. So specific about how they're sitting. <laughs> Miss Martha pushes through curtains at the back of the room. She's a dead ringer for Martha Kent. Go fucking figure. Right down to the <laughs> toolkit she carries. Morning, Sam. Wonder what those two want. They sure didn't ride all this way for the pretzels. Marshall Kent been in yet? The barkeep shakes his head. No, he's not paid to speak in this episode. <laughs> Miss Martha drains her beer. All right, Sam. Show me the floorboards been catching you by surprise. As they start to go around the bar, her eyes suddenly go wide. The butterfly doors open as Tempest and Well. I never knew that was called butterfly doors, by the way, until I read this fucking script. We, I'm going to say it a million more times here. As Tempest and Wells push through, all the action stops dead. Everyone turns and stares. Well, well. Yeehaw. Yeah, Yeehaw ends with a W. Yeah, yeah, I don't just Yeehaw. I'll use yeehaw. it. I <laughs> wrote this script, don't know how to spell Yeehaw. So. Yeehaw. <laughs> Leave it to the three people in the South to take a issue yeah. with that. <laughs> I, say, I, I got so nervous just putting a little twang into my voice. <laughs> Thank God we're not doing the Irish episode. Oops. Oh my God. Don't. Just, just don't. <laughs> I do the Irish episode. <laughs> Tempest, take it away. I guess we belly up to the bar and order, Herb. Bring all the vodka you possibly have. <laughs> <laughs> this is a red eye, mister. We serve whiskey, we serve beer. The younger of the two gunfighters eases out of his chair and over to the bar. Is this me? I think so. Yes. <laughs> and then, because, oh no, this is, no, Who's this, this is gunfighter. This is Oh. oh, oh! I'm the gunfighter. Yes, apparently he was the younger brother. It's it's a reveal that you're Jesse James. That's They're trying yes. to, yeah. Wow, spoiler! Another bottle. <laughs> that snake bite ride, dollar per. He tosses a double eagle gold coin on the bar. The coin rolls along the polished wood until Tempest snaps it up. He looks at it, turning it over, holding it up to the light. The gunfighter studies him coldly. How many would we need to get out of here? Two, maybe three hundred. Where can we get more of these? Well, got that one at the bank. Whole shipment just came in. Gone. Take it. Of course, you only have five seconds to spend it. Wait, I know you. You're not Jesse James. He leans in close for a good look. Jesse James. For that's who. For that's who. Sorry, Jesse James. For, <laughs> for that's that who is who is. that is. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just stares malevolently. 
You better back that face right up, mister. <laughs> this is like doing Very a good. podcast in Wild West City. Like this is <laughs> And that's your brother, Frank. You two are my inspiration. I've read everything about you. I don't remember you ever robbing a bank in Smallville. How does he know about the bank, Jesse? <laughs> Lots of folks think they know me, but you're the first to tell me about things I ain't done yet. That bugs me. Mm-hmm. He's ready for some gunplay. The cowboys and the old timers scatter. Are you as good with a gun as they say? Just as Myth Myth Martha <laughs> says, Miss Martha <laughs> comes back with a bottle of rye. Jesse smiles and glances up at the balcony railing. Now hold on a minute. Jesse suddenly aims and fires, fanning six shots. Tempest shakes his head and lets out a low whistle. Bullseye. Was that a whistle, Lance? He said bullseye, babe. He said bullseye. He's embellishing the script. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was like, I don't see this. Script supervisor, Sarah, over here. I couldn't. Also, I did did not hear you say bullseye. So I was like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) You're good. You are really good. You've got a future. Not a very long one. Actually, and here's why. No matter how good you are, there's always someone better. To wit. To wit. Jesse's eyes go narrow as Tempest lets fly 20 rounds in a heartbeat. Now, as much as I like you, if you and Frank have any ideas about the bank full of gold, get in line. As Tempest laughs. (laughs) (laughs) Doors are suddenly thrown open by Marshall Kent. He looks curiously like Bob Kent. He takes in the whole scene, surveying the damage. Then... you boys have something personal against this place? It's like when Liam Neeson plays an American. It's so <laughs> That's exactly what I was going for. Oh, you're dead, man. Okay. A million th- ways to die in the West in here. Cut to exterior Smallville 1966, so you're keeping track everybody. From behind uh, big bushes, we hear the familiar hum of the time machine. See the lights and colors, but you know what's happening. Lois and Clark step out of the bushes, a little dazed. It's just Smallville. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but the cars. So she, looks, <laughs> she looks all circa early to mid 60s. And the clothes, people wearing like bell bottoms or something. Wait, was that the That's 70s? That's the 70s. 70s. Uh, women and men, I'll, I'll tell you what they're dressed as dressed in the style of spring afternoon 1966. <laughs> Clark, it worked. We're here. We're really here. Do you know what this means? We can go anywhere. We can be there when Columbus landed, when Washington crossed the. When Washington crossed the Delaware, we can cover the greatest stories in history firsthand. We can prove that Lee Harvey Oswald was just a pawn in a conspiracy. Lois. What do you mean? He uh, acted alone. That's what the official report says. I don't remember this. This is the episode. Clark, I knew you were naive, but please. All right, we'll settle this in Dealey Plaza 1963. But right now, how do we find Tempest? <laughs> Sorry, you're right. Okay, let's. Gunshots. Lois and Clark see a crowd on the sidewalk. Clark cuts a little ahead of Lois, x-rays through to see a man dressed like God, Tempest and a man dressed... What was that? Zach keeps adjusting my mic and it's annoying! <laughs> <laughs> uh, a man dressed like Tempest and a man dressed like Wells running out of the bank. <laughs> Over the bank, a banner reading, Centennial Celebration of the Great Smallville Gold Robbery. Why the fuck are they celebrating that? Yeah. All right, people. Mm-hmm. But there was never any Great Smallville Gold Robbery. Unless... Something went wrong, maybe. They ended up back in 1866. And needed gold. Cut to interior red-eye saloon, Smallville, 1866. Day. Jesse, it happens to every man once in a while. Not to me, it don't. Not your fault. His was just plain bigger. <laughs> Size never made no difference before. Gotta get your mind off this, Jesse, or it could affect your future performance. What are we actually talking about? (laughs) (laughs) The butterfly doors swing open and Lois and Clark walk in. If you're looking for work, that's not the kind of saloon I run. Lois turns and sees Miss Martha. Her mouth drops open. Clark. I know, I know. She looks just like your... I know, I know. (laughs) The word dies in her throat as the marshal joins Miss Martha. Oh my God, I I don't believe this, Clark. I think we're talking to my great, great grandparents. Now, wait a minute. How many more weirdos are we going to get in here today? Weirdos? So you've seen somebody else strange? The ones who did that. Oh, it looks like they've been here. So they're friends of yours? Oh, not exactly. Uh, Where are they? Gone, which is just where we'd like you and the naked lady to be. Naked? I am not naked. This is a new fashion from France. Uh, Do you know where they went? I think they had some banking business to do. 
<laughs> Park superheroes. Keep those hands high and give me the gold. Park bolts out the door. I think I know where they are. Bye. She runs after Clark. My brother's right. Time to get back in the saddle. Folks, this is a holdup. Exterior Western Street day. As Clark dashes across the street, he spots Lois following him. Go back inside, Lois. I will not. Firing into the bank, Tempest and Wells run out of the bank with a heavy bag of gold and disappear around the corner, never seeing Lois or Clark. Let's go. But Clark hears a second barrage of gunfire behind him and turns to see Jesse and Frank shooting, shoot it out. Shooting it out with, sorry, (laughs) shooting it out with Marshall. I I get it now. Jesse and Frank shooting it out with Marshall Ken in the saloon. Oh, no. Clark, those are your ancestors. If something happens to them. Stay here. I'll be right back. But Tempest. Pause. Does Lois know that Clark is adopted? Lois and Clark fans? Oh, wow. That's a good point. That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, we don't yeah, want anything to happen. Well, again, but it's oh no, little... she wouldn't. Right? I don't think she does. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I think they bring it. They bring it up in season one a couple of times. Yeah, oh, is there do? not a is, well, is there not about... a scene where? Hmm. Yeah, is there not a scene where they're investigating kids and he tries to explain how it feels to not know hmm. your parents or something? Is it fucking smart kids? Maybe God smart kids. It. God damn it! All right, wow. let's read that up. I'll have now. to. I'll have to. Yeah, <laughs> take your word for it because I'm never rewatching that. Um, <laughs> interior Red Eye Saloon day. Marshall Kent is behind the bar with Sam and Miss Martha, firing at the James brothers who were behind the table, firing back. Now Marshall Kent is out of bullets. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> As he shoots, Marshall Kent is hit in the shoulder. Then Clark, a super blur of wind and speed, snatches their guns away. So they're pulling at air instead of triggers. Then he super blurs back, and in an instant, their hands are tied behind their backs. The marshal's been hit. Is there a doctor in town? Went back east, nearest one's Kansas City, four days ride. Clark loops the marshal's good arm around his, I'm glad you specified, around his shoulder and helps him to the door. Better call the deputy, have him get these two in jail. But what are you going to do? Get him to Kansas City. Miss Martha hears a moan from the Jesse brothers, turns, then hears a familiar off-screen whoosh, turns back just to see the butterfly doors swinging, and Sam the barkeep staring at the doors, eyes wide, mouth agape. His head tilts up to the sky. He passes out and hits the floor with a thump. Interior, livery stable, day. Tempest stands over Wells, gun in hand, as Wells feeds gold coins into the fuel receptacle. Lois moves stealthily through the stacks of hay. She looks around for a weapon. She sees a shovel, picks it up, then moves to the back of the time machine. About to heave it when Tempest (laughs) suddenly hears a noise, turns to see Lois, aims, she stops. Miss Lane, what are you doing here? I, um, uh, I grabbed onto the machine just before, you know. If she did, she'd have been caught in the, um, interdimensional vortex. And you came alone? Yes. Well, Lois Lane, independent career woman of the 90s, you're going to be stranded in 1866 without the right to vote, own property, or write for a great metropolitan newspaper. God, I love irony. Um. Is that really irony? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I may not know the future, but I know the past, and you've got it wrong. You want to kill Superman, but he wasn't in Smallville in 1966. Tempest just looks at her, then to Wells. That's right. She doesn't know yet. Oh, this is good. This is really good. Uh, Lois, did you ever know that in the future, your revert is the same level as Superman? Really? Much as everybody loves you, though, the same question keeps coming up. How dumb was she? Let me show you what I mean. Look, I'm Clark. No, I'm Superman. Mild-mannered reporter, superhero. Hello, duh, Clark Kent is Superman. So Carolina, you, you don't know this, but uh, duh kind of became his catchphrase. So, so I'd, I'd, if we could just take that again with just, just a little more power on <laughs> there the he is. There he is. Is that, that okay? <sighs> yes. When, when you're ready. I, I... <clears throat> Hello, duh, Clark Kent is Superman. Beautiful, thank you very thank much. Thank you. Yes. I just want to say it brings me so much joy to be able to do this scene because fucking Lois, I just want to like <laughs> take her down a couple times sometimes. This is early Lois too. She 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 had it coming then. Lois's singularly stunned expression tells us it's finally gotten through. Well, that was worth the whole trip to actually meet the most galactically stupid woman who ever lived. Let's go, Herb Clark. Oh, I, I fucked that one up. Um, <laughs> I was like, who's Let's- Herb Clark? <laughs> Let's go, Herb. Clark and Superman are dead, and the future 
is mine. He puts the glasses back on Wells just as the time machine hums and all the color, you know what's happening, bursts into light, leaving Lois too overwhelmed to move. Lois, Lois, you okay? I was afraid you... She hauls off and slaps him. Are you going to put like a slap sound in, by the way? We can. She hauls off and slaps him. (laughs) (laughs) And don't pretend that hurt, Superman. Fade out, end of act two. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) She just broke every hand. (laughs) (laughs) He's got to go with it. World of cardboard, Zach. You know this. (laughs) It's fun to see the weird little production things that they change that really don't matter, but like, yeah, just change like a location from like instead of them on the street already, we'll just do this. Mm In the Daily Planet, like, guys, we don't have time for another elevator. setup today. Can we just film this here while we're all right. like, you know, move the lights or anything? It also it's striking to me too how much um, like Terry Kaiser kind of brought to this as well. We're like none of him being startled by the 1990s is in here, but that's so much of his first couple scenes where he's just like, oh, an elevator, right. oh, how wonderful, you know? Yes, casting matters. Yeah, he goes big. All right, yeah, let's do this, gang. 1966, here we come. Act three, fade in. Exterior, Main Street, Smallville, 1966 day. Oh, they didn't make me talk about church again. Thank God. Lois and Clark (laughs) walk out of a small car rental agency and move to their car. It started because I wanted a normal life, friends, a job, a girl. I couldn't have that if people knew and mobbed me everywhere I went. Lois, come on. You haven't said a word since 1866. You are the lowest form of life imaginable. It's not what I was hoping for, but it's a start. You're a liar, and there's nothing worse. I never lied to you, Lois. I just made up certain facts to keep you from finding out about other certain facts. <sighs> You're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're full of shit, and you ought to run for president. Oh, but you can't. You were born. You weren't born here. Okay, this. <laughs> take it down. Take it down. Take it down. It's a loaded paragraph. He just another a certain point of view. You like there's a lot going on. You weren't born here. Then again, you just lie about it. Look at you right now, renting a car. What do you need a car for? You're Superman. Passes by glance, having never heard that word before. Clark tries to calm her. Shh. I think we should keep as low a profile as we can. Anything we change in the past could be dangerous to our future. Always got an answer for everything. You're good, Clark. You really are. No, actually, I'm not. I hated not being able to tell you. I mean, you think it was easy for me watching you swim over Superman and ignore me? Wait, really quick. So should Clark have a normal voice now if he doesn't have to pretend to well, be that's Superman what I, anymore? I, this is more normal. Before I was doing like, you know, like this. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. <laughs> the, the, the layers that of the onion that you've brought us today, Zach. Uh, yeah, I, was, I chose to do Clark as Christopher Reeve via as, Kermit as the Frog. Via Kermit the George Lucas. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's, the George it's hard Lucas. not to segue into Kermit when you're doing Christopher Reeve. Where are we? That doesn't make any sense. You are Superman. So stop using this stupid voice. <laughs> no, Lois. Superman is what I could do. But Clark is who I am. And the closer we got, the more I wanted to explain. But it kept getting more and more complicated. Look, you've obviously had a lot more time to think about this than I have. Just answer this. How can I ever trust you again? She gets into the car, stares straight ahead. He sighs and walks around the back of the car, muttering to himself. Glasses, secret identity. Seemed like a good idea at the time. (laughs) Exterior Schuster's Field Day. A deep furrow, deep furrow, carved (laughs) a a few bags of dirt thrown around the set uh, into the earth, (laughs) leading to the half-buried, steaming Kryptonian spacecraft. Now, does anybody have questions on the Kryptonian spacecraft? We can can go through this now if you want. Now, this is, Um, is this the same kind? Is this this the third version, Matt? This is is the first version. (laughs) This is the good one. This mm. is its like starring episode and, ah. and only seen but once again. A shout out again to Eric Falk, who printed out this beautiful little model of the Aww. thing for me. That's great. Fans of this podcast fucking rock. Um, Tempest and Herb. Tempest and Herb. Tempest and Wells <laughs> trudge up to it. Just like the history book said. As he glances around, some glowing shards of green catch his eye. Right down to the remnants of the exploding planet sucked along in the path of the ship. Wells unlatches the hatch of the capsule, revealing the cooing super baby, swathed in red, yellow, and blue blankets, one of which bears the S insignia. I wish they did that on the show. He's just got like a blue blanket. He's not a baby, okay? He should have the patch. Yes, he's like three years old. Three years old, yeah. Interior, Clark's rental car. 
I think it's Lois and Clark's on a country road day. Clark glances at Lois, but she stares straight ahead. It was partly for your protection. What do you think I am, galactically stupid? <laughs> Lois, I think you're the smartest woman I know, and I never wanted to hurt you. If I was wrong, I'm sorry, but I can't change what I did. Wait, we're, we're here. I don't fucking care where we are. <laughs> <laughs> don't change the subject. <laughs> where? Where are you, Clark? <laughs> this is Schuster's Fields, where the ship landed. Come on. <laughs> I'm not here on this fucking car. <laughs> Exterior field day of Four-foot wire fence bounds the field. Lois and Clark walk up to it. Lois starts to duck under the fence. Clark takes her gently by hand. Here. He floats them up and over the fence. She glares. What? All those times you pretend you couldn't hit, couldn't jump, couldn't open a peanut butter jar for yourself. She stalks off stupid. ahead of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, Clark, I'm going to need some on Zoom acting here. And I think you know what I mean. Oh, oh the, uh, this... yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lois, oh wait, I'm not sick yet. (laughs) (laughs) I psyched you out, I psyched you out, my fault. Lois, do the words let it go mean anything to you? Have you not seen Frozen? (laughs) (laughs) A little too much in the future. (laughs) Oh, ah, ah, ah. What? Wow. Wow. And the award goes to? Real quick, real quick, Alan, could you be a Kryptonian nearing some meteor, some kryptonite, please? Uh, <laughs> indigestion. It's like Kryptonian chili. How, how, how about um, Superman? Lance, what, Lance, what's your take on Kryptonian herd acting? Oh, shit. Ah. <laughs> Clark suddenly stops. He looks a little ill. What? I like the first one better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I feel kind of weak. Uh, like, like, like there's meteor rock around. No, don't you? <laughs> Look. He follows her gaze, seeing the glowing rocks of kryptonite. I looked at the capitalized kryptonite, by the way. Uh, around the ship, open and empty. Can't be. Tempest. Exterior. Rocky Cove. Day. Wells carries the baby, swathed in red, yellow. We get it. Uh, Tempest <laughs> is behind them, gun casually trained. Where are we going? Well, if I remember my Kent history from college, this is Rocky Cove. Should be a nice, safe place to spend some quality time with our child. Quick question, Lori. I forget. Yeah. What was your term paper about um, for, for Kent history in college? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, m- mine was, uh, was glasses choice and, and the importance of it. <laughs> Anybody remember theirs? Oh, I, I, did, I did 90s tie design. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is important. <laughs> Watch selection. <laughs> Interior Kent House Day. Oh, wait, no, scene uh, 32 was, is omitted. What I wonder what happened to scene 32, Matt. Who's, yeah. who's to, uh, I don't know, Ooh, because we're just following our normal character. Probably some rental car bullshit. Who fucking <laughs> <laughs> Interior Kent House Day. Uh, shooting out the screen. I thought, I thought this is weird that this is the specifics. Shooting out the screen door as Lois and Clark walk up. He prepares to knock, hesitates. What are we going to say? You'll think of something. You always do. <laughs> Young Martha appears from inside the house. She's 30-ish. ish. Uh, bright eyed and warm. Who is it? I mean, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Clark opens his mouth, but nothing comes out. You'd think they'd be used to this. Uh, Clark drains a glass of buttermilk. What? Anybody had a glass of buttermilk before in their life? No. Not Never. I, thought, I just presumed it was an American thing. I thought I, it was no, a flavor. I didn't know it was a thing. It probably is an American thing that didn't make it out buttermilk of the Buttermilk donut. Yeah. We, we, You've we never had buttermilk before? Wait, oh, Sarah, Sarah, what? I've had buttermilk before, but Zach's saying he didn't know buttermilk existed. I thought it was a flavor. No. Like, Isn't like, it the like a whipping cream? It's more no, it's a, like it's tangy like, milk. <laughs> it's used in a lot of recipes. That's why. and in pies. Yeah. And you've had it to it drink. Must be a, it must be a posh like, Dublin yeah. thing. I have a glass How of it. Often okay. you drink this? I don't drink it very often. My mom would buy it, and we would drink it. It's, it's like a specialty eggnog? thing. No, it is definitely not like eggnog. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yes, cat to drink. <laughs> yeah. Lois and youngish Martha watch. <sighs> Nothing like buttermilk for what ails you. That's just what my husband Jonathan says. Young Jonathan Kent appears through the window. He's mid and well, robust and cheerful. What am I being accused of saying? That your hairpiece is terrible, frankly. (laughs) (laughs) One look at his young father and drops his glass. Okay, hold on. The people in the episode were not in their 30s. 
They were no, like they, maybe in their 40s or 50s. Yes, maybe? they are Kay and 60s, Eddie who, I'd say. who play his six-year-old parents on the show generally. With they didn't like, have the CGI budget back then. Man. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. They say 30s here and it's like, this is offensive. <laughs> Broadway level eye pulls that they have on both of them just to get rid of crow's feet and stuff. It's so funny. It was just hard living. It was a different time, you know? <laughs> 30 year olds look different in the 60s. Jonathan is the most unfit farmer I've ever seen. Yeah, that is <laughs> that is true. That said, I'm glad they used them and didn't recast. Thoughts? I agree. Yeah, it's yeah. part of the charm of what we're doing. Like, here. Charming. Yes. it's Lois yeah. and Clark. We'll we get, get to the fucking time travel craziness of this in a bit too. But you should have asked your you 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 should have asked your friend uh, Kay Cullen to do Martha. Uh, Matt. Oh my. <laughs> Oh, missed opportunity. <laughs> she should get paid if she does that, though. <laughs> yeah. Hang on a second. We're not getting paid. Yeah, I thought we were getting paid. Oh, hey. <laughs> anyway, this is a fun time, everybody. <laughs> Clark takes one look at his younger father and drops his glass. Oh, oh, geez. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just uh, you, you. You both look so young. I mean. <laughs> This Clark so apparently old. is afraid that they're going to know he's Superman. Please don't worry about it. Uh, but but I I know how clean you like things. She looks at him confused. Uh, anyone can see you uh, keep your house as neat as a pen. Martha, you hear anything about Schuster selling his field? No. Pays attention. Nope. No. <laughs> I saw a couple of weird looking city fellows out at that place. <laughs> Jonathan, no business talk. We've got company. So what brings you folks out this way? Oh, uh, we were. Um, oh, yeah. um, but you can't come up with anything. <laughs> Looking for we're looking for something like what? All eyes on Clark. You didn't happen to find a baby in a field, did you? <laughs> At least the field cut out. <laughs> Young Martha's eyes immediately well with tears. You see, it's just I can't have children. We can't. I think if I found a baby, I would be the world's most grateful woman and the world's best mom. Oh, thank you. Aww. More buttermilk. <laughs> you're you're very kind but we're kind of on a tight schedule aren't we yeah um uh sir dad uh, sir Worst you were saying something about field. oh you don't have to be polite he's not i mean he is but not now you saw someone there <laughs> two city fellas thought they might be buyers strange looking one of them in kind of a i don't know what you'd call it funny suit headed up to rocky cove on foot we better go. Clark looks at young Martha for a moment as though memorizing her features. It's like she's dead or something, you know, yeah. like, yeah. then leans over and gives her a quick kiss on the cheek. Young Martha looks surprised and young Jonathan instinctively bristles, uh, but the sheer innocence of it washes over him. I hope you find what you're looking for. As they nod their thanks and start out. I don't know how I know this, but his color just doesn't seem right. He's getting sick. Lois stares at her a long beat and gives her a hug. Don't worry. I'll take good care of him. It's cute. Aww. I love it. Interior rental car on a country road day. Lois is behind the wheel. She glances over at Clark. He's slumped in the passenger seat. Clark, are you okay? <sighs> just tired. I've never seen you so pale, even from kryptonite. I'll be okay. I just, I just need to rest. Look, I'm sorry. I was so hard on you before about, you know, it must have been really difficult all those years, always having to pretend and hide, never being able to share. I'm sorry you had to go through it alone. I'm fucking driving, man. A tandem car. <laughs> we were running off the road. <laughs> oh my god! The silent drive acting. Uh, um, <clears throat> I wasn't. I always had my folks and you. Maybe there were things I couldn't say, but there was nothing I couldn't feel. What? what? I don't know. This is all. This makes sense to me. <clears throat> I've got to wake up here. Her eyes widen in alarm. His skin is pulling a back to the future and becoming translucent. <gasps> Clark. Earth Angel. Earth Angel. <laughs> <laughs> he sees the way she's staring at him. He looks down at his hand and knows instinctively what's happening. It's Tempest. Lois floors it. Tempest Wells and the baby are well concealed in the semicircle of large boulders. Wells' hands are tightly secured. Tempest is cleaning his weapon. He looks down at the baby. Does baby like the nice shiny kryptonite? Hmm. Well, okay, you just play with it all you want. <laughs> Fade out, end of act three. Um, Superman question. Anybody have a problem with Superman, with baby Kal-El 
not reacting to to kryptonite right away yeah big time yeah it's i thought it was like as as he's on earth and the sun you know and he gets the powers then it's more Ah, I see. That's easy. Mm. I, I, I had that thought myself, Matt. I just didn't want to admit I, it. So, <laughs> <laughs> on the Earth Angel thing, Zach, uh, mm. I feel I feel like that it wouldn't in the world of Lois and Clark, it wouldn't be Earth Angel. Uh, do you want to guess what it would be, Lorian or Matt? It'd be the Ooh. song instead of Earth Angel. Instead of Earth Angel. Earth Angel is in Superman thing? three, though. That's true. The best Superman movie of them all. I mean, well, it's yeah. I don't, I don't know, but I feel like the, oh man. Hey, but hey, but hey, but that's still a Hey, but hey, but hey, but hey, but hey, but I think that's like the Johnny B. Good of it, though. Like oh, that's yes. the one that Clark. You're plays, ready for that, yes. but your kids are going to love it. Your kids are going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everybody good? Act four, fade in, exterior country road day. With Lois at the wheel, the rental car pulls to a stop at the edge of the woods. Clark points in the direction of Rocky Cove. Over there. Clark feeling much better. Uh, Lois gets out <laughs> and hurries around the Clark's side. He tries to get out, but he's far too weak. She reaches for his hand. It's beginning to disappear. Clark, what's happening? Uh, in a minute, I won't exist. You'll have to go on without me. Hurry. With a last worried glance, Lois plunges into the woods. Exterior woods day. Lois picks her way through the underbrush, stepping lightly, trying to be as silent as possible. Oh, super baby, new to the earth. Killing it. Exterior, Rocky Cove, day. Tempest croons evilly to the weakened infant as the bound and gagged Wells watches. Play with your rock and make pointless your birth. Take it away, Tempest. (laughs) I'm still singing? Why? Oh, yeah. The world will spin on since super decree and the future belongs to people like me that was lovely that was wonderful. well done the baby drops off to sleep destroy utopia by killing a child well as you can see i'm giving it my best you're a fool kill as many as you wish but a world of peace will always be man's ultimate goal herb did your books actually sell because you're kind of a bore which brings me to the question what am I going to do with you? I could just leave you here to starve, but no, you might get away, build another time machine. Obviously, I have to kill you, but how? Wait, yes, a utopian execution. I know, I'll bore you to death. Tempest laughs, laughs at his own so joke funny. and stops abruptly. <laughs> he hears a noise, something moving nearby. He grabs his gun and goes to investigate. Exterior, woods, day. Tempest approaches, carrying his gun. He moves cautiously, looking every which way, but Lois is nowhere to be seen. He's about to give up when Lois swings down into the tree and kicks his hand. The gun flies out. She scrambles to get it, but he body checks her off balance and scoops it up. (laughs) She ends up on her back. Tempest aims down at her. How did you get another time machine? Where is it? You will tell me. He aims at her knee, which is dark as shit, and is about (laughs) to pull the trigger. Exterior road, day. Clark musters his strength and stumbles into the woods. Exterior <sighs> woods day. An almost fully transparent Clark stumbles into the woods and can just glimpse what's happening between Tempest and Lois. He's too weak to move, but summons the very last drop of his strength and blows a burst of super cold breath. With Tempest. Tempest is, wow. Tempest's gun freezes, turning white with frost. Tempest screams. Ah! <laughs> Lois hooks her right foot behind Tempest's right angle and kicks with his shin and the left foot. It's very complicated, but yeah. uh, he tumbles Daddy down. Black sense. Whatever, yeah. She just picked up a branch, right? Isn't that yeah, what like, happened in the show? Lois kicks him. He falls. Done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rental car. Those heels. Yeah, that final burst of energy has made Clark collapse. He <gasps> flickers into near invisibility, fighting to hang on. Lois Lois rolls up, uh, ready to do some damage. <laughs> Tempest gets it. Tempest gets to his feet. The gun between them. Okay, you like violence so much. Let's see what you've got. He swings at her. She blocks, connects an uppercut, and drops him hard. 
Hate to tell you, but you hit like a girl. She knocks the gun away and runs into exterior Rocky Cove day. <laughs> Grabs the kryptonite from the baby and heaves it as far as she possibly can. She's a hero. Like a girl. She unties Wells <laughs> and picks up the still infant that's dark. Yeah. Oh. Lois is not exactly an instinctive mother. The baby looks at her and begins to cry. I'm not very good with a... Uh... You will be. Clark is becoming solid again, full oh, of God. color and life. He straightens up, his strength flowing back into him. He moves into more fucking woods. Uh, Tempest <laughs> still <laughs> comes to and struggles to his feet, seeing Clark moving towards him through the trees. Whoa. It's <laughs> <He laughs> a mad dash for the time machine. Clark launches after him, brings him down with a flying tackle because he's a fucking football player. Have you heard? <laughs> <laughs> Lois and Wells holding the baby come out of the cove. You all right? I'm fine. I couldn't stand the idea I might lose you and I'd never get to tell you to say that. Please, I'll go to jail. I'll strap myself into the electric chair, but don't make me listen to this. <laughs> they ignore him, about to kiss. It's almost night. I've got to go. Then rips his shirt off, revealing the S. This looks like a job for mm-hmm. Superman. <laughs> Take it away, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that in front of you. Then he spins and in a blur goes from Clark to Superman. Oh, it was, it was one line early, whatever. He <laughs> takes the baby from Wells. Oh, this is really dumb. He looks like you. Oh. Hope so. Time to go, pal. Superman takes off in an off-screen whoosh. I love that they write, they might as well write capes out and yeah. flies away. Throw the cape. <laughs> Exterior, Schuster's Field, dusk. Superman deposits the baby into the ship. He steps back from the kryptonite woozy and takes off. That is weird that... They don't really address that in the show. Superman flies up, up, and away from us, then turns and shoots back down to Earth, picking up speed, becoming a streak of color. The Kents hear a supersonic whoosh overhead. We stay on their faces as they look up to the windshield in amazement. What was that? I'm sorry. Has anyone seen the movie? No. I just watched it last night. (laughs) It's so funny you said that. It's science. Looked like a meteor over there in Schuster's Field. Exterior, Schuster's Field. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) out of their truck and run over to the rocket my lord and inside of course baby superman young martha you'll you'll never know what color blankets he's swathed in martha picks up the infant and we can see her instantly bonding with it oh jonathan in the nearby trees, Superman watches. Exterior. Why is he in the fucking trees? Can he just be like floating over them? Uh, 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 they, they got a bunch of we don't, we're not bringing wires out to this fucking field. <laughs> Exterior, woods near Rocky Cove, night. Wells has secured Tempest to the time machine. He moves to a downcast Lois. You've been to the future, Mr. Wells. Is it true what Tempest said about me? Why, yes, you're as highly revered as any woman in history. No, about being galactically stupid. Wells smiles and looks at Lois sympathetically. No, 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 not stupid, Miss Lane. Blind. It's it's one of the things that makes your story so timeless. Why children never tire of hearing it at bedtime. Why parents never outgrow it. Generation after generation, we are all blinded by love, Miss Lane. Especially that one great love. Blinds us forever. Just a clap for that reading there. <laughs> Rob, wonderful. Rob is gonna use this on his reel. So <laughs> I, I was gonna say I was gonna say it's why a bunch of 30-year-olds do podcasts about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Superman lands. Everything's fine. The Kents have their baby. Good, then we can start to make things right. Superman, you and Lois meet me at the second time machine. He climbs into his time machine, starts hitting switches. Where are you going? To see to it that Monsieur Tempest here causes no more trouble. The machine hums and colors and blah, blah, blah. Superman, while I've got you here, just answer one thing for me. Superman walks open. The two men are nose to nose. Nose to nose? Yeah, get up yeah. to the screen. <laughs> Please do. Personal space, come on. Why tights? Why a cape? You're a grown man. Don't you feel ridiculous? This I hate in the script. There's a Absolutely flash of light not. and he and Wells and the machine are gone. Absolutely not. My mom made it for me. <laughs> you should get to say that to Tempest, right? Yeah, like, that's yeah. better, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, look, you've got schmutz on your S. Is that how you say that word? <laughs> schmutz. Yeah, you schmutz? go. You want to go? Okay. You want to take that again? <laughs> I don't that's know the word. Wow. Oh, look, you've got schmutz. Got shit on your S. Put some bullshit on your S. You got some shit on your S. She picks up the schmutz. Uh, they kiss. Exterior, Smallville. Bushes near the church. Night. Lois and Clark move up to the second time machine. 
Is this going to feel as weird to you as it does to me, knowing you're Superman from now on? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm afraid that can't be Miss Lane. Not just yet, anyway. We've tampered with history quite enough for one night. Well, it's, it's a little late for that. No, no, not at all. It's uh, qu quite elementary, Mr. Kent. The sheer cosmic power of your love story is so essential, <laughs> so utterly tantamount to the trans-dimensional fabric of space and time that by returning to the moments before this peculiar adventure began, your memories will simply slip away. God bless you for wow. making that work, man. <laughs> uh, they climb on each. Uh, they climb on each on either side of him as the machine begins to hum. Is that what you did to Tempest? During the following, Lois surreptitiously pulls out Perry's birthday card and a pen. Writes, "Clark is Superman." No, Mister Tempest was such a lover of irony. I decided to give him a lifetime of it. How so? By granting him his wish to live in a violent hellish dystopia in a flash of light and sound the time machine disappears exterior smallville 1866 day <laughs> tempest wearing chains and convict stripes is pleading through bars you stupid corn sucking hayseed cow lovers i don't belong here i'm from the future i've got to get out of here and build a time machine is anybody listening to me pull back and reveal he's in a barred wagon that says kansas state asylum off tempest ranting and chain rattling and the wagon pulling away Cut to interior Daily Planet 1995. Thank Christ. Day one. Surprise. <laughs> it is the very morning our story began. As Lois exits the elevator, Jimmy falls in stride next to her. You're cutting it close. Eight minutes. What I get him? And don't tell me check suspenders. How'd you know? Where'd Jimmy go? What? Uh, uh, the voice did. Uh, How'd you know? How'd you know? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> she, she's momentarily puzzled. How did she know? They head into the bullpen. It's festooned with ribbons. Uh, happy birthday, Chief. Blah, blah, blah. Clark appears. Good morning, Lois. You're late. Good morning, Clark. I have the weirdest feeling of deja vu right now. Don't tell me you got him the check suspenders again. How'd you know? You got him that last year, didn't you? Clark, I'm serious. That stops him. Well, now that you mention it, it does feel like we've all done this before. Oh, no, I forgot to get a card. Jimmy, wait. She pulls out the sealed envelope from her pocket and looks at it. How did this get here? Clark looks at it on the back, unseen by Lois, thank fucking Christ. It reads the words, Clark is Superman. She starts to turn it over. He grabs it before she does. Clark. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a my card you were holding for me, uh, remember? No. Come to think of it, I, uh, I, I hate cars. Uh, and it just slows down getting to the present. <laughs> she looks at him very closely, eyes narrowed. Oh, uh, what? Uh, I, I was just thinking. Nah. And with that, she turns away. He sighs. Uh, Perry is heard off screen. Happy birthday, Chief. Get us priest. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, she turns away. Blah, blah, blah. He tosses the bits of paper into the waste can. And we hear off screen. Surprise, oh, Chief. Geez. Fade out. The end. Amazing. Yay. Thank you, guys. Yeah, we don't even check in with Wells at the end like we do in the episode. Oh, hey. oh yeah, you're oh, right. He doesn't yeah. have a little moment. Yeah, and then the end of this walks one. into a he wall and that's that's the end. Oh, my God. Oh, guys, <laughs> thank you. I fucking love that episode. I, I said it when we first covered it. I, I think it's uh, I think it's a wonderful Superman story where we've got a villain that challenges everything that's stupid and should be challenged about Superman. <laughs> and, you know, he and Lois still somehow win in the end. Just, just fucking love it. Uh, uh, thoughts, thoughts for first-timers. Now that, now that we've read it all through. Hey, Carolina. What's now that you've survived. Yeah, she doesn't find out at the end. Like, no, no, it's like, just, no. Three, she'll find out soon enough. Three Fucking Lois, man. Well, she'll figure it out. I just can't what with her. <laughs> it's also a thing where they bring Tempest back a bunch, but because they kind of like somehow memory wiped them in this episode, they have to go through a like, remember we oh. did this? And then they get a flashback like, Oh yeah, oh, we yeah. did that. <laughs> oh my god! See, but it was yeah. only like it, it, it's only like three episodes later that she learns full stop. They should have just let her know. Am I wrong in saying that? It is about no. three or four episodes later, well, isn't it? It, it was no, like it's... the season ended. Yeah. yeah, she she basically knows at the end of season two, but yeah. they don't really say it. Well, is you guys finale? No, this is like a, a, this is like eighteen, and I think they did twenty two that year. Well, you guys be happy since I'm older than you guys that television has improved immensely since shows <laughs> like this are coming out. And I mean, you think about it, um, the previous superhero show to go by was the Batman series. 
from the 60s. So how much this is an improvement over that was how we appreciated it at the time. So and, and now you can watch a show and like, oh yeah, that's what is this ridiculous thing? People watch this? What is this? So I appreciate 20 you taking million the time people today. Watch so I'm, this episode. I'm not going to take a umbrage that? with the word improvement, but that's no. <laughs> 20 million people watched this episode the night it aired. That's mm. insane. Oh, yeah. Who we would the CW channels. shoot in order to? Get that, you know? <laughs> two mi- two million people watched the Snyder Cut over the first two weeks it came out. Twenty Yikes. million people watched Watch this, this episode, and that this crazy. cost twelve dollars. And the Snyder Cut <laughs> <laughs> one fourth um, the length. Yeah, uh, Sarah, Superman yeah. and Lois, or Lois and Clark. Uh, Superman and Lois, obviously. Okay. <laughs> Not because like we podcast that because that doesn't matter. Just it's like much more well written and it's like visually more appealing too. Fair and enough. the plot line is better. Though we're all we're also looking at the 90s versus you know 20 2020s. Right. So yeah. I'm only crying a little bit inside, but that's totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's re- it's really interesting, Sarah, because well, me and my girlfriend listen to your podcast with Zach and we love it because <laughs> I'm the weird Superman fan in our relationship and she is the complete novice who is just like, what? This is so stupid. Don't like she this lo- crap. <laughs> she, yeah, she loves Lois and Clark and she doesn't oh, really wow. like Superman and Lois. Well, she does. She kind of, you know, but she doesn't like it as yeah. much, which. You know. oh, okay. Why? She didn't, she didn't grow up with Superman or anything. I don't know. She just, mm-hmm. I think she kind of likes the. I the think Lois and Clark has a little more fun. And yeah. it's more tongue and cheek, and don't take themselves seriously. And any any uh, any other final thoughts, guys? I, I thought it was interesting that Smallville again copies this plot because the villain goes back in time to kill him as a baby. And oh, really? You know, but this one actually is smart because it like it's a it's like oh we thought we saw a meter, but it's really Superman flying, and like it all kind of fits. I thought Smallville was, cool. was like, yeah, we changed everything. Don't worry about it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no one cares. Clark actually put himself in the best net or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I thought that was, was pretty that- clever. So. Was that one of the Legion episodes? That was Apocalypse in season seven. Brainiac goes back in time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's after Clark lived in a world that never existed and Lex was president. Oh, a world where he never existed and all that. It's, it's a very loaded episode. But yeah. someone was watching Lois and Clark by the time of season seven of Smallville. It's like, what can, what do they, what do we got? Same year Dean was in. Yeah, exactly. that's right. That was on the mind. So, mm-hmm. well, cool. Um, This is, you know, this is. The- one of the last things we'll be putting out as uh, as an episode oh, of the no. podcast here, guys. So um, uh, a lot of you guys have, have been on the show before. And we, we've still to record, peek behind the curtain, some of your final episodes on the show. So, <laughs> you know, for what it's worth here, um, not that this is, is, is actually goodbye to anybody, but thank you all for taking the time and for uh, and for coming to play every time that you've done the podcast that uh, all the the various you know contributions you guys have made um thank you so much for for coming it has meant the world to me it has been this bizarre little passion project for many years uh and i'm, I'm happy to go on to the next thing but um it was it was loved and will be missed and, and i'm glad we could do some good here again please if you're listening to this whether it's 2022 or you know 3022 huh mm-hmm. um, at the uh, machine hopefully by then we won't need the the you know national network of abortion funds um but if we do if you're listening to this please uh take a look and uh uh donate and uh help some people out so that uh, all these people didn't give up their time on a sunday for for nothing but with that all said i've been matt truex i've been lois lane i've been clark kent and frank james i've been jesse james man in the alley and superman i've been martha kent i've been marshall and jonathan kent I've been H.G. Wells. I've been Tempest and Jimmy. One, two, three. Fuck off. Fuck off, everybody. To all a good night. (laughs) (laughs) Lois and Clark to the new podcast of Superman is a daily knockoff production. Please review us on iTunes, follow us on social, and we'll see you in Metropolis. At one, two, three, we're all going to say Falk off, everybody. Falk, F-O-L-C, okay? Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>